Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one the only Puckle TCG cast. Hello, hello, Puckalonians, and welcome to episode 62 of the TCG cast. I am your host, Lord Yashiro, and this is, of course, Puckle. Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name our fearless leader came up with, and we're just rolling with it. Today is part number two of the biggest set released in TCG history that is Lost Thunder a huge set full with so many cards that I don't think we have many much time for anything else but before we tackle them I have to introduce our wonderful incredibly good co-host and a blast to the oldie but goodie times first some say that he can beat the sun in a staring contest it's Gator Maximus well, obviously I can. I live in Florida. <laughs> the, the known as the Sun State. Uh, and also, some say that he can build a snowman out of rain. It's Sublime Manic. Fun fact, the city I grew up in, my hometown, is called the Sun City. So, we share that in common. Oh, Ooh, fancy. Fancy, fancy. Fancy, fancy. So guys, we uh, we are here to talk about Lost Thunder. Of course, you already uh, back at, uh, all of you at home heard uh, the review part one, which was all about the supporters and the items and all the things that is not Pokemon. Now we're gonna tackle to the good stuff, and that is the Pokemon's from Lost Thunder. But before we get that, Gator's been a while. What have you been up to? Well, as a matter of fact, the fiance and I went to a Lost Thunder pre-release this last weekend. Um, uh, just yesterday, as a matter of fact, at the time of recording. So as I'm as I'm recording, I'm sorting through the cards I pulled, and you know it wasn't great pulls, but there's just so many cards that what do you expect, you know? Yeah, no, it's um, incredibly big. And my deck building skills, you know, I haven't been as strongly active at my league lately because I've been dealing with life stuff. But my deck building has not uh, suffered at all. I took first place in the tournament. Oh, congrats! So, thank you, thank you. Um, so. I got a nifty little uh, gym badge for that, and uh, no additional packs, because that's not how it works in a a pre-release environment. You don't get extra packs for winning. You just get packs for participating, unless your LGS is doing weird stuff. (laughs) 
Because if you're winning with a pre-release deck, mm-hmm. you're not really winning. You're kind yeah. of just getting luck of the draw. <laughs> exactly. it's, it's all about. It's more about the luck. Uh, there is some skill involved, of course, but not much as as if you would have created your own deck for, and chose the cards from the get-go. Uh, what about you, Sublime? What have you been up to? Telling adolescent children not to kill each other when I'm not looking. God, that's, is that even possible? Mm, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> that's not even his day job, guys. He just does that for fun. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh. Well, guys, we're here to talk about Lost Thunder. Uh, Lost Thunder is an amazing new set. It is the biggest set in Pokemon history. Uh, it's over 200. can't tell you the exact amount. 200 uh, and something, two, right? 214 without the secret rares. 214 without the secret without rares. Without the secret rares. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. And that's why we barely going to have enough time. So let's go and jump to it. But before we do that, we do have a mission. We're still running on the TCG cast mission, guys. And that is, if you guys love the show, if you guys love the game corner, if you guys love the battle cast, which Sublime is also featured a lot there, you have to. You have to go to iTunes. Go to the Puckle Plus channel and please leave your review let us know what you think remember each time you guys review it is a extra boost in our visibility so more people can find puckle plus more people can enjoy it and our community can keep on growing we need those there's a lot more players now so we have no excuse to try to reach out as many as we can so please go to you itunes or your if you're an android your current um iPod uh, reviewer and go there and review us. Give us, tell us what you think, and if uh, there are awesome reviews, we will might even read them here on the show. So please, please go ahead and do that. Now, enough dilly dallying, enough rigmaroling. We're gonna head out and we're gonna go to Topical Beach because we're gonna take a splash into Lost Thunder. Grab your ice cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Tropical Beach. Ah, feel the sun in your eyes, the wind in your face, and the sun under your feet. It is Topical Beach, and of course, we're going to talk about Lost Thunder. The hype is real. These We've already reviewed the the trainer cards in the last episode, and there were quite a bit of them that were actually really good. We hope that the Pokemon will follow that same, that we actually have great Pokemon, but we'll find out by the end of this episode. So with me, uh, with, since, the, since the set is so huge, we made a tiny little difference. Uh, what we did is we are uh, here, our reviewers, that'll be me and the two gentlemen here, have chosen the cards, that specific cards that we want to talk about. And then at the end, we'll uh, quickly go through anything that is really not that interest or not that big to finish off the review. We're not going to cover anything that just doesn't hit a bleep. Uh, by that, I mean, obviously, if it's GX, we're going to discuss it. If it's a Prism Star, we're going to discuss it. If it's one of our top choices, we're going to discuss it. Anything that doesn't make a bleep, if it's not a, a regular card, that it's so bad, it does, we're not going to talk about it. We don't have time. We don't have 200 hours to do that as much as we would love it. Because I know you guys keep sending me messages that do not worry about three-hour episodes, but we cannot do three-hour episodes anymore because the system won't let us. <laughs> so we have to keep it straight. So let's go ahead and straight into it, and I'll start. And I'll start with one of my boys, one of my fellow Electric Jolteon brothers, and that is... And for us, so this baby and for us we have here it's the regular stage two and for us this is the lightning with 150 HP which might I say it's not the best amount of HP that I want on a stage two but it, 
it it's it's something i would rather have something like around 160 i feel it's a good number for these stage 2 non-gx's but do not discount this on first because its power comes in its ability. Invisible Flash, once during your turn, before you attack, you may put two lightning energies from your hand into the lost zone. If you do, leave your opponent active. Pokemon paralyzed. So instantaneous paralyzed as long as you have the energies in your hand. Now, for those of you at home, to remind you guys, the lost zone is where cards go to die. This is not the discard pile when they're pretty much there and it's very much in-game uh, if it's in the discard. When it's in the lost zone, you're basically taking these cards out of the game. So, it's attack split bomb for two lightnings. This attack does 50 damage to two of your opponent's Pokemon. Doesn't apply weakness and resistance, weakness fighting, resistance metal, retreat cost of two i've always said that instantaneous paralyze is something super good but i want to hear what my pros here think about that let's start with you gator what do you think about this end for us um well i think it's pretty good for what it is um wouldn't be my first pick for for good stuff but you know that instant paralysis can be useful uh but i would not um, choose this Pokemon necessarily to go with. Unless you're playing, of course, in a pre-release like I was in one with it. Um, nice. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much it. That's that's the only time I see Ampharos being good. I'm not really high on this card because Guzma's a thing. Yep. Yeah, Guzma definitely is a thing. What about you, Sublime? Uh, even ignoring the fact that Guzma... Like, is just going to make Ampharos a sad, sad... What is Ampharos? Uh, what sheep. is it? Sheep? Hairless sheep? So, ignoring the fact that Guzma makes Ampharos sad in general, I think two lightning energy from your hand straight to the Lost Zone is pretty expensive for the effect. Yeah. Especially if you want to do it repeatedly. I would pass. I, I feel that. that this might be like a one-off in an Anfers deck, because we are going to get uh, the Anfers GX soon. Um, so it might be a little extra since you already have the stages to go with it beforehand. Like I said, I really do like the insta paralysis. It's attack for just two lightning. We shouldn't discard it either. That's 50 damage to two of your opponent. Um, and it does include your, uh, active, your opponent's active, and it could be the same Pokemon. So you could do 100 damage to the active or 100 damage to one Pokemon in the bench. So. Wait, what? Is it? Wait. No, it has to do 50 yeah. two, two only. Oh, yeah, you could do your opponent's Pokemon. Yeah, 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 it does. Yeah, yeah, I just, on the whole, I don't think the Sanforos is compelling. Uh, it really isn't. Not for a stage three, or stage yeah. two, rather. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go ahead and rate this baby up. I'm going to say, yeah, I not very effective for me. Not very effective. Uh, super effective if you're me playing it in a tournament yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, not, but very, not effective. very effective. Not very effective any other, other time, yes. <laughs> yep. There you have it. First card off. I'm for us. Sorry, my boy. You didn't make the cut. But let's go on and can quickly continue on to the next one. Gator, what's your card? All right. This is a, a duo, and it's a duo for an important reason. It's uh, not to and jump bluff. Um, literally everything else about them, I'm not even going to bother reading. It doesn't matter. They have an attack, though, called Lost March. Uh, two is a double colorless. Jump Bluff is for a grass. This attack does 20 times the... This deck does damage, 20 damage times the number of Pokemon in your Lost Zone. 
Um, that is bonkers. That is Night March Reborn um, on cards. So they have brought Night March into being a Lost March attack. And not only is it like Night March, but they can't be interacted with like Night March can in the discard. Because at least with Night March, you can mill your opponent's discard um, or put the cards back into their uh, deck with Karen. Um, this is bonkers. And it's not just Pokemon that have the attack uh, Lost March. It's the number of Pokemon in the Lost Zone, excluding the Pokemon Prism Star, of course. This is nutso. Um, what do you guys think? As I understand, I think this is hitting good in Japan. I think it's already moving uh, moving some, some ground over there. Um, yeah, it's Night March. I mean... There's no nothing else other to it. It's 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 even a less preventable or less countered uh, night march since what you explained. It doesn't go to the discard, but it goes to the lost zone. Now you lose what it goes what goes to the lost zone. But if you're depending on what's in the lost zone, then you're a hundred percent certain what you can you have. So it really is night march returns. What about you, Sublime? So, Night March was honestly one of my favorite eras. It drove a lot of people crazy, but I was here for it. Uh, so, I'm here for this, too. I hope it's successful. I really hope so, too. Um, that jump pluff, that's one grass and zero retreat. That's yeah, but, I mean, it is a stage great. two. It so is that a stage does... two with 70 HP. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, they're slightly... Better than the Night Marchers. Not to is a psychic with 40 HP, slightly better than Joltik was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's the thing though. You don't even need um, to have Night Marchers in the in the Lost Zone. That's what's killing it for me. Like there's so many things, ways you can get stuff into the Lost Zone, yep. and your opponents can't interact with that. So you're just adding damage every time you send something there. Um, so yeah, this that's good. this is bonkers. I like this. Yep, super effective for me. Super effective for me as well. You give it a super effective as well, yeah. There you go, our first duo. Having here a super effective, that's the Natu and Jump Pluff from Thunder, uh, Lost Thunder. And of course, these are the ones, the Lost March. So Night March has returned with a different flavor and a different beat. Moving on to the next one, Sublime, take it away. All right, so just fair warning, I picked my five last, so y'all picked all the really, really good ones. Um, <laughs> I'm like, they picked them, we're going to cover them. Let me find five more that we can talk about. Yep. My first choice was Xerneas Prism Star, which is just a basic uh, fairy type with 160 HP, which is more than your stage two, Jashiro, um, <laughs> just to be clear, for one prize. Um and it has an ability called Life Road, which is once during your turn before you attack. When this Pokemon moves from your bench to become your active, you may move any number of energy from your other Pokemon to this. So it's very similar to the Tapu Coco, but it has to already be on the bench and then coming to your active. Yeah. Uh, and it has just one ability, or one attack, sorry, which is called Bright Horns for three fairy energy. It does 160 damage, and then you can't use it during your next turn. Weakness to Metal, Resistance to Dark, resist, uh, Retreat 2. I think this is just a... Good inclusion in a lot of fairy decks. It's a one uh, prize attacker for with a choice band, enough damage to KO a lot of the GXs in the format. And like, what do you have to lose by including it? It's got good damage. It can power up like instantly, uh, pretty much. It's got. I think it's got enough going for it that it should be considered if you're making a fairy deck. 
I agree, and and since uh, we still have Gardevoir, GX is still around. It, it that has a, uh, the ability to feed off energy and completely get its deep bench full of energies. That has no problem coming at any point and to be a revenge killer, for example, something you can just throw the same turn uh, and move it to your active, and immediately has the energies that it needs as long as it's in uh, it moves from the bench to the active. So I, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's just really good. It's a, it's a pity that it's a prism stop, but that's how you control it. What about you, Gator? Um, I like it. I like it as a the nice easy include for any fairy deck. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, because it can come in and be a cleanup sweeper, and it's only losing a prize. Um, yeah, it's super splashable. I like that a lot. Um, especially with, you know, um, Alola Ninetales GX coming up that we're going to talk about. And, uh, there's a few ideas that are going around with fairy. I even like it as a cleanup attacker in spread decks that are already using the fairy energy, uh, with the Tapu Lele. So there's a lot of different avenues to use this prism star and abuse it. So I'm digging it. There you go. So what we'll give it, I'm going to give it a super effective on my end. What about you sublime? Super effective. And Gator. Super effective. There you go, another super effective. That's Cernia's Prism Star. Get yourself a one-off, because that's all you need. <laughs> it's a Prism Star. Easy as that. Now, moving on from one legendary to one pseudo-legendary, and let's see if this one is any better uh, than my first pick. And, spoiler alerts, no. <laughs> Shiro, what's with your choices? <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, he got to pick first, guys. Yeah. He picked first. He got to make his whole first. list and left the rest of it for us. <laughs> and his first choice was Ampharos. No, I, I, okay, so if we're going to talk backstory, so I actually did uh, pick the some of the good ones. Uh, I, Sarora was, I wanted to talk about Sarora, Uh and I took him off because I'm like, no, I feel like the guest host should speak about the good cards, and I'll just pick whatever finds my fancy, mm-hmm. and I randomly okay. picked them. And, uh, yeah, I'm terrible at picking at random. And also at terrible in the game in general. But anyway, that's beside the point. Suicune GX is 180 um, basic GX. It has an ability and two attacks of Phantom Wind. Once in your turn, before your attack, if this Pokemon is on your bench, you may shuffle this Pokemon and all cards attached to it to your deck. There you go. First attack, Cure Stream. That has cost two waters and one colorless. That's 130. 20 damage during your opponent's next turn the defending pokemon attack does 30 less damage and then lastly the gx attack called brinzil i don't even know pronouncing that correctly gx it does 150 damage and you switch this pokemon to one of your bench pokemon clearly aglisabod did that better um weakness to grass resistance none retreat cost of two this week i was waiting for it to be good. I was waiting for a good Suicune card. Suicune card, uh, as you all know, Johto is my favorite generation. It's gold and silver. Really love Suicune as a legendary. It's one of my, my favorite legendaries. I was hoping this to be good. Specifically since water's getting a lot of support. It really isn't. It, it's The ability itself, it's nothing. I mean, you could save it from dying if, if that comes to set. But it needs to be on your bench. So you can't retrieve it from your active unless you play a Guzma first. And then you can just throw it into the discard pile. So it doesn't really work as a quick e- eject. Much uh, Not like Greninja GX attack, which does, uh, after you attack, it can go back into the deck. That's a lot more useful. It's first attack 120, even though it's good math. Um, your opponent does 30 less damage. Well, that's 
really not enough in my book. And then the GX attack, it's ridiculous. 150 doesn't even cut it for a GX attack. And then you get to switch it. I don't understand where they were going with this card. It's It synergizes with the ability. That's what they're going with the GX. Yeah, I guess so. But before you attack, so I don't know... What's yeah, if, <laughs> what if I'm gonna synergize with the ability, yeah, yeah, I mean, granted, the GX attack does have the same cost as the regular attack. I like when they do that, but you know, if you're gonna try to do something with that kind of shenanigans, you might as well play Galissapod instead, exactly, because uh, it does the same thing, but when it comes back active, it does more damage. <laughs> yeah. Lapras do, does this better. I, I wouldn't play this, not even a one off in a water deck. Uh, what about you, Sublime overall? It's meh. It's not the worst GX in the set. Yeah. Well, but that's, yeah, well, that's a good point. (laughs) Okay, so let's go ahead and review. I'm going to give it a not very effective. Sukun, you tried. You didn't do well. What about you, Gator? Not very effective. And Sublime? I think it's not very effective. There you go. Poor I don't know what deck would want that. Yeah. Not even Water Toolbox, I don't think, wants that. So. Yeah, not even. Okay, so moving on to the next one. Take it away, Gator. All right, so we have Blacephalon GX. It is a fire type with 180 hit points. It is an Ultra Beast, for those of you that were unaware. Um, <clears throat> it's got two attacks in addition to its GX attack. For its first attack, for a fire energy, Bursting Burner, your opponent's active Pokemon is now burned and confused. And the second attack, for two fire energy, Mind Blown. Mm-hmm. It does 50 times damage. You may send any number of fire energy attached to your Pokemon in play to the Lost Zone. This attack does 50 damage times the number of cards sent in this way. And then finally, for its GX attack, Burst GX for one fire. Discard one of your prize cards. If that card is an energy, attach it to one of your Pokemon. Um, it is weak to water and has a retreat cost of two. This is an interesting... I mean, it's a plot attack is powerful as hell. That's 50 for each... So you discard four, that's 200 damage straight off the... Uh, it's it's ridiculous. Um, so I like this ahead. card because of Nangadel. The Nangadel that got printed in the set. We're not going to talk about it. But basically, it's a colorless attacker that has the, the ability... Well, it's a it's a psychic Pokemon, but it's attacks for three colorless. But that doesn't that's besides the point. Um, the Nangadel allows you to keep energy on your Pokemon, and because of the Blacephalon just needing the energy discarded off of your Pokemon, not Blacephalon itself, there's synergy there just for that. So there's plenty of ways to keep ramping ener- basic energy onto yourself. Um, so with Blacephalon being able to do that, I don't see a reason why you couldn't take. Um, you know, three knockouts with the amount of energy you need. Yeah, no, it should take. What about you, Sublime? So I was thinking of a more convoluted, less good strategy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, oh, there's a, um, what is it, Typhlosion in this set that lets you treat all energy as fire energy mm. as its ability, right? Yeah, so yeah. then as long as you have any form of energy acceleration, you can pretty much hit for what you want. Uh, I like any attack that ha- doesn't have a cap on the damage that you can hit knockouts for for one rounds, and so Blissephalon has the potential to one shot things instead of having to do the two shot chase. Right. So for that reason alone, I think it has potential as long as you can provide the energy consistently. So. Yeah. 
Now, this is uh, this is also a deck that in Japan has been hitting hard. Uh, uh, I believe Misaki Miyamoto won this uh, second place in the Champions uh, League in Tokyo. So it's it's already proven that it's a powerful deck. It 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 really is a great addition to fire, which really needs all the support it need, it, it can get. Um, and it's definitely a welcome alternative to that. So I'm going to give it a super effective for the Clown Prince of Pokemon. What about you, Gator? Super effective. And Sublime? Yeah, super effective. There you go. Super effective for uh, <laughs> the uh, Blessephalon GX. Now, moving on to the next one, Sublime. What did you bring next? All right, so my next choice was the Alola Ninetales GX, which is a fairy type, not an ice type. It's got 200 HP and has the ability Mysterious Guidance, which says when you play this card from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may search your deck for up to two item cards, reveal them, and put them into your hand, then shuffle your deck. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Its attack is less awesome. It's Snowy Wind uh, for a fairy and a colorless. It does seventy damage and then thirty to one of your opponents benched. I wish which that is ninety, but yeah, yeah. Like it costs one energy less, but it also is very underwhelming. Yeah. Um, then it's actually its GX attack is pretty solid. Sublimation GX, love the name. Just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> if your opponent's active Pokemon is an Ultra Beast, it's knocked out. There you go. There you go. It's a Ultra Beast, beast Killer. Mm-hmm. So that ability, listen, everyone, there's a lot of decks that play Alolan Vulpix just because it has that attack for no energy. So let's say you get your uh, Alolan Vulpix to do what it needs to do. You play Alolan Ninetales, and then you get some items for free. Yeah, not it's a to win-win. mention. It's a win-win. It's, it syncs with the Fairy Charm, too, right? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of, like, plan for your meta to be able to, like, evolve it, protect it, same turn. Um, I also like that the Snowy Wind, it is hitting 70, you're right, but three, if you're three, you're three-shotting something with 210, basically, yeah. which is which is fair math in this game. Or if you've got a choice band on it, you're hitting 100 every turn, and you're hitting 200, which is also fair math. Um, so I like that a lot about it. I honestly think you'll probably get more mileage out of the GX attack, though. Um with the Ultra Beast decks. Free knockout. That's true. Solid. Okay, so what do you give it? Super effective, of course. Gator. Uh, effective. And I would say effective, too. With so, that ability? The ability alone, for me, takes it there. My thing with the ability is that it's it's a one-time deal. Uh, and it's item cards. It's not supporters. It's not... Um, but it's two of them. Stadiums. Right? I mean, yeah, it's two of them, but it's kind of negligible, in my opinion. Like, eh. It's good search, but I don't think the deck is strong enough after that fact to take advantage of it. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I've been wrong lots of times. I think we'll see it. <laughs> I think it will see use, so. There you have it. So you have a little Ninetales GX, a fairy version from Lost Thunder. Two effectives, one super effective. So forth. We're, it's looking like a great set. Let's see if the trend continues. And, of course, it will continue with bad cards since it's my turn. 
Macargo GX. We're coming from Fairy to Fire. We now we already know that Macargo has been great in the TCG so far. Um, we love the current standard Macargo that allows you to grab any card you want from your deck and put it on top of your uh, of your deck. It, it makes great synergy with Sotoark GX among others. So let's see how one this uh, measures up to its baby form. Being a fire and a stage 1, it has a 210 HP, which is actually pretty solid for a stage 1 GX. And it has an ability and two attacks. His ability, Crush Charge. Once it's your turn, before you attack, you may discard a top card from your deck. If that card is a basic energy card, attach it to one of your Pokemon. So that's some very awesome energy acceleration there and then you have lava flow for two fire and one colorless does 50 plus damage you may discard any number of basic energy cards from this pokemon and this attack does 50 more damage for each card discarded this way we've seen this before in many fire decks it's a solid attack if you have three fire energies and you discard just two um, you have 150 damage or 180 with choice band which that really hits that awesome math amount and then you have its gx attack magma run but magma burn for one fire discard a top five card from your deck from your opponent's deck a weakness to water retreat cost of three i really like Macargo because of its energy acceleration discard uh, making sure you have like if you are putting this with regular Macargo, you're already guaranteeing that you have an energy card when you look. So you really can power up any Pokemon because it's not just it, it, it to Macargo, it's any Pokemon that you have. So this is a great way to accelerate energy. At least that's my opinion. What about you, Sublime? I think this is good enough to be played in non-fire decks with the other Macargo. Mm -hmm. Like that ability is phenomenal. Um, yeah, because we have the tools to like to stack the deck, right? So yep, it really does. And what about you, Brigadier? Um, I like that it's multiple energy if you have multiple mag cargos. Yep. Um, I just don't know how it's going to end up working out like that because it starts to seeming like your deck's really cluttered with the mag cargo at a certain point, and I don't think the attack is strong enough because let's say you know you can get the attachments every turn. And you're maxing out 150, but you're still discarding all that energy. There's other decks that can do it better with less pieces. So I don't know if it's strong enough to keep up with everything else. I think it's a really well-designed card. I just don't know if it's good enough right now with all the other good stuff. I would put it with uh, Blacephalon, actually. Hmm. Uh, I, I like the the Nangadel uh, better just because it's a basic... Uh, or not a basic, it's a non-GX Pokemon. That's accelerating energy because then if they get take a knockout on it, then I don't really care. Is energy re energy recycler still uh, in standard? It is right. Energy recycling. Um, let me look. I, I happen to have all of my uh, energy card spreadsheet right here. Um, let's see. Oh man, this is really good radio, guys. How are you guys? How's your guys' drive today? Is it good? You know, a lot of traffic. Energy Recycle is was printed in Guardians Rising, so yes, it's good to go. It's good to go, and it's five basic energy cards from your discard pile onto your deck. So that's one item card that can return five energies back into your discard. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's really good. Uh, it, really good synergies with some cards out there. I really like it. I'm giving it a super effective. What about you, Bullet Sublime? Just for the ability to perfect it. And Gator. Uh, effective. 
There you go. We had an effective and two very super very effective for more cargo. GX, my first good card. Yes. Moving on to the next one, Gator. What's next? All right. So you guys got to bear with me here. Uh, this is <laughs> this is you know at first glance it might not be good, but trust me on this. All right, we have Onyx. Not not Onyx GX. Not Onyx Prism. Sorry, just Onyx. Uh, fighting Pokemon, basic with 120 hit points. For four colorless, it does land crush for 120 damage. It's weak to grass and has four retreat cost. Now, I know what you're telling yourself right now. Why do you have a four-costed, four-retreat fighting Onyx with 120 hit points? Because there are so many decks now that accelerate energy, mm-hmm. and fighting weakness is very relevant that Onyx is... It has been showing and pulling its weight in Japan, and it's been pulling its weight in testing over here in America as an include, at least as a one of, in spread decks and other decks that have the um, the Malamar engine, for example. Yeah. So Onyx is is good. Anything with colorless attacks that hits, you know, for weakness and resistance, that's that's pretty solid. Yeah, I agree. It it's a card that looks. It looks weird from afar, right? Um, it's a fighting, and it requires way too much energy to attack, and does 120. But 120, it's great math. It knocks out a Sotoark GX, which they're, as we know, very abundant out there. Um, but it also fit, fits well in any deck being one. So decks like, for example, Magnuson, which has no problem putting any amount of energies as long as you're correctly set up, down this one of onyx can be a great help to be a fighting um support for those pokemon that are weak to fighting like sodorak so magnuson can definitely work with it there's other different ways that we can power up onyx that the four is not to mention that it's all colorless so double colorless is not out of the question although that would be very um what's the word i'm looking for not practical to do with no, but um, yeah. Go ahead. What's the what's the energy? Uh, not it's counter energy. Yeah. yeah. So if you're down, that's a one counter energy attachment, and then you just have a, a DC or whatever on it. So like that's useful too. Yep. It really is. It's it has a possibilities. What about you, Sublime? You've been awfully quiet. Eh. <laughs> eh. Okay, and that translates into. I guess we'll call it effective. I, I don't see it for it. I could be wrong. I just I don't see it. What for does it. what scares you about it? I'm like for what me do personally, like? I don't like the cost. I don't like the cost. Um, I'm like if I want fighting coverage, I'm just gonna put in a Marshadow. Okay, that's fair. you know, or I will play a deck that one shots instead of having to like reach for coverage. Okay. That would be my philosophy. Okay. That's understandable. So there you go. So I'm going to go for effective with this one because I do see its benefits. And I and again, Gator said it's already been in the works in Japan as well. It's so weird when you the metas are so close finally that now we can say, yeah, this card's been working a little in the past few months since it's been released So um, in Japan. So that's, that's nice. Uh, so effective for me, Gator. I'm definitely going to call it effective, too, just because, you know, results bear out. And to me, what considered it's not a deck that's going to be built around. You know, you're not going to have an Onyx deck. But since it's splashable and since it's useful, I'm definitely calling it effective. And then Sublime said he also was willing to give it an effective, although barely scraping by not very effective. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there yeah. you have it, guys. Onyx might be a good tool for those non-fighting decks that require that little fighting that you... I mean, the good thing about Phoenix over Marsh Shadow GX is that you only are giving your opponent one prize. Now, moving on to the next one, Sublime. I think you have some terror to tell us. Yeah, uh, I decided to pick a good Tyranitar so, to make up for yours from forever. <laughs> um, you can never make this up This is Tyranitar. No, yeah. We're going to try, though. Tyranitar GX is a dark type Pokemon with 250 HP, stage 2. And I picked this one because I really like the ability and the attack, actually. Uh, ability is called Lost Out. And if one of your opponent's Pokemon is knocked out by damage from this Pokemon's attacks, Put that Pokemon and all cards attached to it into the Lost Zone. I think that's like a very fascinating um, thing to have. Yeah, it's like, oh, you really needed that to come back. You were gonna pull that from your discard. No, you, no, you weren't actually. You thought you were, but you're not. And then it's a bread and butter attack is Vicious Sandstorm for two dark and a colorless. Get this. This just makes this just makes that like Nine Tails look so sad by comparison. Yeah. Uh, it does 130 damage, and it does 30 damage to each of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Basic. Ba- uh, bench Pokemon. Yeah, benched. Sorry. I don't know what... No, you said so. bench, but you didn't say basic. So basic bench Pokemon. Bench <laughs> basic. I think that's solid as well. It like, is. Dang. No, no. That's, that, that, yeah. that automatically hits any um, Tapu Lelis they have, right? Uh, and there's so many basic bench Pokemon that you're using right now that it's really mm-hmm. solid, really powerful. But you're not done. No, I'm not. It's got a GX attack that I guess we're connecting back to Pokemon Go because it got Smackdown GX, (laughs) Um, which just does 220 damage and ignores any effects on the opponent's defending Pokemon. That's actually really good. Uh, I like the 220 because with a choice ban, it does the 250, which is something. Yeah, that pretty much one-shots anything. That's what you want to reach. I mean, you don't need the choice ban if it's not a GX. It's dead. But if it's a GX, well, actually, it wouldn't kill a Waylord. <laughs> but still, uh, it does. It basically knocks out almost everything in the in the game. Um, and if it's defending, it's, it's protecting itself from any effects, either be attacks or anything. That's even better because it's secure. Two hundred and twenty hit. Um, the only things that uh, scares me are the weakness to fighting in today's meta. That's something that really you need to work with and secondly you don't want to have this tyranitar fighting against a lost march deck that's true but that is only one deck no no yeah. I, against I, any other deck like you don't want deck, your stuff going into the lost yes, zone yes. So. don't play this against a lost march because it will you were just feeding that deck power and that's not what you want but away from that it's an incredibly powerful card it's what you expect it's what we wanted Salamence and Dragonite GX to be. It, Tyranitar from Gen 2 had to come in and say, no, boys, this is how you do it. I like Tyranitar GX. What about you, Gator? Um, I like Tyranitar as a Pokemon a lot, so this pains me to say that this Pokemon card is underpowered. Oh, um, really? Interesting. For a Stage 2, with the other Stage 2s that it has to compete with being a GX, it just not, it's not cheating enough for me. And by cheating, I mean that, you know, you look at other Stage 2 GXs that have been successful, and it's ones that, you know, completely circumnavigate the rules of the game, like Gardevoir GX being a good example, Mm -hmm. giving you extra energy attachments. That's cheating. Like, it basically just says, here, play this card and cheat. Um, So this card isn't greedy enough for me, so I don't think it's that great. Interesting. Well, I'm giving it a very, super, very, uh, super effective. What about you, Sublime? I definitely think it's effective. 
ineffective? Yeah, I mean, like, listen, I don't plan on going and making Tyranitar my deck of choice, but I think that ability is fascinating mm-hmm. and very dangerous. Um, and I think it has really good math. I just don't think it's going to be like, oh, top deck is Tyranitar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's good. I would include it in, like, a dark deck if there was, like, a deck that just spoke. Yeah, I, I think it's a good card. I think it's effective. Okay. I don't think it's a great card. I think it's a good card. There you go. And what about you, Gator? You said effective as well? No, not very effective. Oh, not very effective. There you go. Yeah. Wow, we have one that basically scratches all of them. Not very effective, effective, and super effective. And that's Tyranitar GX. So, with that being said, let's move on to the next one. And that next one is me. And I bring a couple of cards here. And that is Combi and its queen. Combi's back. Is it good? I don't know, but I know someone that really wants to know in that basket. Combi, being a grass, has an HP of 40. It has one attack. B-March. Search your deck for up to three Combis and put them onto your bench. Then shuffle your deck. And the reason I'm adding Combi here, it will make sense when I read Vespaquen. Vespaquen, stage one, 120, and it has one attack as well for one grass. Queen Command, it does 120 damage. If you do not have five grass Pokemon on your bench, this attack does nothing. Weakness to fire, resistance none, retreat of two. I added this because it's a fun card for me. I like how it, uh, I like its potential to be a meme deck. And it's an interesting playthrough where you have to make sure you have to have Five grass Pokemon on your bench, which is not entirely that difficult to do nowadays. I want to hear how the boys here destroy me. So please, Gator, what do you think? Um, Water duplicates is a great attack on a Combi. Um, but being able to keep five grass Pokemon on your bench, that means you cannot have a Tapu Lele on your bench. Mm-hmm. That means you can't have a Zoroark GX on your bench. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there, Nicargo. Mm-hmm. Nicargo on your bench. There, that, that means zero utility Pokemon that are not grass type. Yep. So what do you get? You get maybe a, um, uh, oh, what's the, um, uh, the, hold on, hold on. I'm going to brain it out. It's coming. It's coming. It's the one that has the uh, the ability that gives everything uh, that's grass or fire more damage. Um, uh, Lorantis. Lorantis. Yes. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. Lorantis. So you can have Lorantis on your deck, on your bench rather, um, helping power up your uh, attack. But, for, um, you know, let's give Vespaquin a shot. First of all, what made Vespaquin good before was it had free retreat. Yeah. Um, it was able to multiply the attack. This one's got a retreat cost of two. And while it only takes a single grass attachment to do 120 damage, you're just so limited with those with that stipulation of having five grass on your bench. So maybe an include as a one of in a Vesquin deck and expanded, maybe. Yeah. But that those decks like to play DCEs instead, so I don't even think it has a place there. Interesting. About what about you, Sublime? I miss the old Vespic win. Not very effective. Not very effective. Well, well, but what about the combi, though? Uh, like, you know what? That's a great combi for expanded combi. old Vespiquin. <laughs> but no, not even in old Vespiquin, because old Vespiquin runs off a of DCE. You don't even run grass. Oh, that's true. Yeah, this is... Never mind. It's No, just no. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the old Vespiquin. <laughs> 
There you have it, guys. So not very effective from both Sublime and Gator. I'm going to give it a not very effective. I wanted That's this to be really no, good. It we got to be true. real. Keep it real. We got to keep but it real. But it really is not that great. So moving on to the next one. But let's go ahead and actually let's take a pause. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these uh, words. And uh, we're going to continue on with Lost Thunder, the review. We'll be right back. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, PucklePodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Puckalonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash Puckle Podcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at Patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. And we are back to the Lost Thunder review. This is episode 62. We're just going over the Pokemon from Lost Thunder. And so far, the set is really interesting. A lot of good cards. Some misses. But overall, so far, better than last set. That's for sure. I digress. Continue on, Gator. What's our next card? Well, next we have Giratina. It is a psychic with 130 hit points, and of course it is a basic. It has the ability Torn Door. Once during your turn before your attack, if this Pokemon is in your discard pile, you may put it onto your bench. Then put one damage counter on two of your opponent's bench Pokemon. Then it has an attack for two psychic and a colorless, shadow impact, 130 damage, Put four damage counters on one of your Pokemon. It is weak to dark. It resists fighting. And it has a retreat cost of three. So why did you choose this card? So Giratina is busted. Oh my god. So, first of all, everybody that spent all that money on, like, what was it? Uh, Shining, um... Oh, was it Lugia? Yeah, Shining Lugia. Because they wanted to deal with stuff like, uh, baby, uh... Buzzwolf, well, this card just officially replaced that. Uh, Because for two Psychic and a Colorless, you're hitting 130 damage, which is great damage numbers to hit right now, especially with with all of the little Pokemon running around. Not to mention, this Pokemon recycles itself every turn. So if your opponents are trying to knock it out, you can just keep bringing it back. It doesn't die. Um, So it's really splashable in your deck. As far as not taking up space, because a lot of the times the reason you run three or four of lines of an attacker is because you have to worry about them being knocked out in prize. Well, this, if you run two of them, that that negates your prize problem, and you can keep pulling them out of the discard. Um, and as far as negating that four damage counters on one of your Pokemon, you could put the four damage counters on Giratina, and if your opponent knocks it out, it doesn't matter. It comes back again. So this is like the, the Pokemon that never dies, so I'm really into it. It reminds me of the Dark Cry uh, that does basically the same thing, except instead of damage counters, it's the uh, energies. You uh-huh. can bring it back and you attach an energy. That's actually a pretty badass ability to have. Um, what I like about Giratina, it has a, 130 is a great, great number to have. Um, you put a choice band on that baby that's already doing 160 damage, which is a lot to uh, a GX Pokemon. Its amount of energies is definitely not bad, especially especially since it's a psychic, meaning that if you are already playing uh, Malamar, 
getting that energy onto that Giratina is not going to be any trouble whatsoever. Plus, it always is coming back. And you know what's the most beautiful thing? It's not even a Prism Star, right? Because the, the, the Darkrai Prism Star was the one that did the coming back to life. This doesn't need... This is not a Prism Star. So you're going to have four of these babies. No, no, no. You're thinking that wrong. It was Darkrai was a GX. It was that was the GX one that came back. back. Yeah, it came back from the, the discard. Because remember, a Prism Star would never go to a, a discard. It'd go to the last one. That is true. You're 100% right. So, uh, ever, overall, I really like this Giratina. What about you, Sublime? So, let me tell you. Tina is one of my favorite Pokemon. My girl, Tina. And this is actually my favorite card in the set. Uh, I don't think it's the most powerful card in the set, but it is definitely my favorite card in the set, just for that ability. I think I love all the combinations available with it. Um, yeah, I love this card. I think it's a really, really cool ability that has a lot of uses that will be uh, discovered and utilized. Yeah, I like that one damage count. I think that's really underrated. Mm-hmm. How many things have like 200 hit points and are 210, Ooh. and you can yep. hit 200 and you're just right there? Bam, that's so good. Yeah, especially because you can keep... There's a lot of ways to keep, like, stacking that up over time, so... Yeah, playing on the stream... uh, I cannot count post-rotation all the times that I've been missing that 10 HP that I can't knock out for that one-hit kill that I need to be able to go uh, get ahead in that game. And the Giratina being able to do that, it's fantastic, and it really is something that shouldn't be looked over as nothing. So, Jurina, yeah. I'm giving it a super effective on my end. What about you, Sublime? Super effective. And Gator. Super effective. There you go. Also, like, I'm really excited for an expanded with uh, Mega Gardevoir, the one with Despair Ray. Ooh. Mm, I do see that. Because you, you can fill the, the bench back up. Okay, yeah, because what... Uh... Mega Gardevoir does, uh, it's the dual type one, so it's the Psychic Fairy uh, Mega Gardevoir. It has a Despair Ray as its attack, which does 110 plus 10 more damage for each Pokemon from your bench that you choose to discard. Right? So you just discard your Tinas, then Tina come back. So you, you're getting extra damage from bringing it back, on top of extra damage from discarding it. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. There you got. That's my favorite card in the set. I was really sad that it had been taken, so I didn't get to pick it. But yeah, (laughs) that we were covering. There you have it. So that's Giratina. It has a super effective ranking. Go ahead and get yourself the four play set. It will deceive you. It will. It will deceive you. It will deceive you. Coming back to my last choice. Uh, No, 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 no. You're going to skip over me. Oh. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. So uh, the face of the set uh, is my fourth choice. And all of my choices so far have been for their abilities. Uh, and that this is no exception. This is Zera Aura GX, uh, which is a lightning uh, Pokemon with 190 HP and a basic. And look at this ability, Electric Zone. Get in the zone. Uh, each of your Pokemon that has any lightning energy attached to it has no retreat cost. Yes, mm. no retreat cost. You just put that lightning energy and it can go for free. Free. And if it's free, it's for me. That's what I always say when I was a poor college student. So <laughs> if it's free, it's for me, right? It also has an attack, uh, which is fine, right? Plasma Fist, two lightning and a colorless, 160 damage, and this Pokemon can't attack during your next turn. But luckily for you, it ain't got a retreat cost, so you're good to go. And then it also has uh, full voltage GX as its GX attack. 
which only costs one lightning energy. And this is... Ooh. Attach five basic energy from your discard pile to your Pokemon in any way you like. Ain't nobody gonna say no to that. Ain't nobody have to. Yeah, so yeah. what is it that you like the most about this card, Sublime? The ability. Without a doubt. Like, there's a lot of lightning decks that's like, did you just say I get free retreat cards? Well, sign me in. Mm. Mm. It, lightning is getting a lot of support here, so it's very important to know that. Uh, I'm flanking on the item card that gives extra attack power damage to your lightning Pokemon. Um, Hold on, I'm going to bring it real quick. It is the Electro Power. Electro Power. Electro Power allows you to discard, uh, you play it, and you add, I want to say... 30 damage. 30 more damage, right? So, mm -hmm. recognize that that 160 can really have fast turn into a 190 with that item card. Also, if it happens to have a choice band, it's too You're doing 220. 220. Yeah, it's got really... It's it's solid. This yeah. is a solid card, even without the ability, but exactly. the ability is the star. Oh, the ability is it's, fantastic. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. especially in a, in a meta with, which we do not have Floatstone... Being yeah. able to give free uh, free retreat costs is godsend right now. And it's definitely something that might be uh, seen a lot of play. It has the problem that it doesn't attack on the next turn, but it self-fixes it with its ability. So uh, overall, that's a fantastic card, obviously. I do not like the HGX attack. It reminds me of the uh, Tortinator, which is basically the same attack, I guess, for one fire. It does the same exact thing. Uh, that's not play. What was that? That card stopped play. No, no, it did. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. I'm saying that I would have preferred something different because it makes sense in fire because fire uh, discards a lot of its own energy, right? So you want to bring those back. Um, not so much. You know what this belongs in? Let me tell you great. what you do with this. Let me tell you what you do this with. Rayquaza GX. Mm -hmm. That's okay. just five energy. You can slap on that, and you probably wouldn't mind having this in a Rayquaza deck anyway. Because that uses lightning. Yeah. No, no, you're right. When you're right, you're right. There we go. What about you, Gator? You've been awfully quiet. Well, I was going to really poop on this card until Sublime brought up the point that it really works with Ray. Um, because most lightning Pokemon, Retreat Cross isn't usually a problem. So, like, giving Pokemon that have lightning energy attached to it, not that big of a deal. But if you bring up Ray... Then that does which make has a, a retreat cost of three. So yeah, that makes solid. a big difference. So this is very splashable in that. So that bumps it up for me. But that fighting weakness really hurts it for me right now. Yeah, um, a lot of strong fighting types that have been running around lately, yeah. including you know getting one shot by Onyx. Just gonna <laughs> throw that out there. Although this one shots the Onyx too, though. So that's true. And it costs less energy. So <laughs> that's fine. Are you guys done measuring your Onyxes? <laughs> so let's no, I'm being catty. <laughs> let's go ahead and rate. So do I. Uh, I like it. Uh, it has a lot of potential, honestly. Um, it's a great addition to the lightning type, which has been getting power uh, more and more uh, powerful as we go. So uh, I'm gonna give it a super effective, but I'm pretty generous. What do my pros say? Sublime. I think it's super effective for sure with that ability and, and the Gator? like potential. Uh, I'm going to give it an effective, and I'll probably pick up a copy. Just a single copy, though. It won't be a... The deck won't revolve around it. I don't think you need a set of yeah, it, no. I, yeah. I think That's this is really great. Because it can be an attacker, but it's also just really great support. Yeah. 
Okay, there you have it. Sodor GX, two super effectives and one effective. Uh, it is the face of this set, and <laughs> good thing it's actually pretty decent. So, moving on to the next one, and that that will be me with Sigilith GX. I uh, got ahead of myself last turn, but this is definitely my turn. Now, I picked Sigilith GX randomly, but also because I kind of liked its ability. Now, let's first go with... Uh, it's uh, HP is 170, which for basic GX is not good. But it's, it's on the low end. It's in the low end. It's uh, ability Mirror Counter. If this Pokemon is your active Pokemon and is damaged by an attack from your opponent's Pokemon GX or EX, even if this Pokemon is knocked out, put damage counters on the opponent equal the amount that it got. So it's a revenge, automatic revenge killer, right? If it's a GX Pokemon doing the kill, uh, and it's doing the, uh, let's say it's doing 170 damage, which is exactly enough to kill the Sigilith, it is doing 170 damage to your opponent's GX Pokemon as well. Now, it's first attack, Sonic Wind for one Psychic and a double colorless, does 80 damage, which is pretty low. This attack da uh, damage isn't affected by resistance, which means it's pretty bad. And then intercept GX. It's a GX attack for the same amount as his regular attack. 60 times damage. This attack does 60 times the number of energy cards attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. It's weakness to lightning, resistance to fighting, and it's retreat cost off too. Like I said, I mentioned this Pokemon and I picked it out because I liked its uh, ability. Uh... I, when I was playing Greninja Break, one of the things that I liked about that deck, and uh, it's the Bursting Balloons, because I like making my opponent think twice whether or not to attack me. If he attacks me, he's going to have to deal damage. Sigilith has this in itself, and it has no cap. Whatever my opponent is dealing damage, that is what I'm going to go ahead and deal back at them. The only way they can prevent that is by blocking its ability, or for killing it, not being a Pokemon GX or an EX. So overall, I really find Sigilith is really interesting, but I want to hear what my boys here say. Let's start with you, Gator. What do you think? Um, I like punishing EX and GX greedy decks, mm -hmm. but I think there's a lot uh, right now that are not relying on the EX and GX. You know, most decks are packing some single prize attackers, oh, yeah. so it's not like you can't get around this. And I don't like the cost of a Psychic and a Double Colorless to only do 80 damage. Yeah, yeah, no, um, that attack is garbage. That's garbage. Yeah, that's real bad. Um, so, and you're not even, like, one-shotting the stuff that would be necessarily hurting you besides the EXs and GXs, you know. You're going to have to Sonic Wing twice to knock out anything that's hurting you that's not an EX or a GX. So, um, yeah, it's going to not see play, in my opinion. Really? Not even a one-off in a Psychic deck? I can see this as a tech card. I can see it as a tech card too. Now, a tech a, a tech card to me needs to have more doing going for it than than this has got going for it. So okay, fair enough. What about you, Sublime? This is why you run something like uh, Prism Star Xerneas. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like that ability a lot. It makes me wish we had Hex Maniac in the format still. Oh God, I do. Uh, me too. I love that card. Yeah. Um, it's, 
eh, it's fine. You know what would be even, like, okay, so the idea is you punish them for using it. There's a lot of cards that have that ability that just, where they take no damage from GX. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, the like safeguard the, ability. Yeah, the safeguard one, right? And that's not going to cost you two prizes, so I would maybe look at those first. Although, I mean, maybe if you're running a psychic deck, this is, like, your easy insert, because it fits with your typing to do attacks, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a cool ability. It's a really cool ability, though. Okay, there we go. So let's go ahead and give it. I'm gonna give it an effective. I still feel that the ability itself will make your opponent think twice. Like if I, if you start round one with Sigilyph GX, will your opponent start attacking it? The, 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 it might be a no if it's the only card they have. Mm-hmm. If they're still setting up, they might think twice or thrice, or maybe four times before they attack you because they know that whatever they hit. It's going to come back to them if they're using a GX. So I like it. It's an effective for me. What about you, Gator? Not very effective. Not very effective for Gator. What about you, Sublime? Not very effective. Not very effective. And one effective here for Sigilith GX. Sorry, Sigilith. You didn't make the cut. Let's go on for the next one. Gator, take it away. All right, guys. I have saved um, a good one for last. Uh, it wasn't my best. The best I still uh, that was Sublime. Yeah, it was Giratina. Um, but this is definitely a Pokemon you're going to see across the table from you. It is Ditto Prism Star. It is a colorless Pokemon with 40 hit points. Um, it has the ability Evolve into Anything. During your turn, you may play a Stage 1 Evolution card from your hand onto this Pokemon to evolve it, excluding your first turn. In the turn, this Pokemon comes into play. Weak to Fighting. Uh, and a retreat cost of 1. So welcome to your fifth basic Pokemon and yep. all of your multi-stage decks. Yep. It's a fifth basic Pokemon for your evolution decks. It's basically what it is. It doesn't... Uh, it's nothing more than that. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. What it does is pretty much what it needs to do. Sublime. Yeah, there's not really nothing to say. It is a super... Effect- is. I mean, I don't know if it plays into the effective or super effective because, of course, having a fifth stage one in theory and in paper sounds fantastic um well here's why it's a good it's consistency (laughs) it's consistency exactly because if you're running multiple uh evolution something gets prized or something like that well it's consistency it's it's consistency but you're talking about a type of card that when all the balls available right and an apricorn uh maker you're able to get any basic card you need with no problem. And if you're playing an evolution oh. card, you are playing four of, let's assume, right? Um, uh, I'm not really want to hit. I don't want to be a spoil port. And I'm not saying Ditto is a bad card. I'm saying, is it a super effective card? Because having a yes. fifth yes. stage. Okay. It make, consistency. And that's the consistency, case consistency, made. consistency. I'll tell you why. Because on my turn two, I have a choice on what I evolve into. Uh, if I have Ditto out. I don't have to worry about what I want to pull out. Ditto is a no-brainer for me because I can get that with Elm. I can get it with several different other cards. And, like, we don't have to worry about that problem that people are running into where it's like, well, you have to run a 2-1 split of the stage one line because you need it to splash into the deck. No. Now you can run your 1-1 line without worrying about it because you always have the basic to go in. That I can see, yes. That sold me onto Super Effective, yes. Because now that you mentioned that, yes. Because I can choose whether this Ditto evolves into the Sodorak that I need. Sodor GX, or maybe I need a Macargo on that same deck, 
or maybe I need something else. Depending on what I need, if it's multiple evolutions, that ditto is a placeholder for whatever I need to evolve next. And that is something Mm -hmm. that is really powerful. And that I will give a super effective on, that's for sure. So super effective for me. It's super effective across the board, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, super effective for me, for sure. Go super effective for a Diddle Prism Star. It's the basic Pokemon of your dreams. You can evolve it to anything that you need at any point in the game. Move on to the last pick. Not the last cards that we're going to review, but the last pick. Sublime. What do you have? So I struggled to find five that were left that I thought were noteworthy. So this is, I think, my weakest choice, but still not a bad card. It's Lugia GX, which is a colorless for with 190 HP. And a basic, so solid HP, yeah? It's got Psychic as its first attack, which is three colorless, and it does 30 damage plus 30 more damage times the amount of energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon, so that's just going to take a big old deuce on Rayquaza uh, GX, for example. And then its other attack is uh, Wadatsumi Sphere, which does 170 damage. It costs four colorless, and it can't use this attack during your next turn. Its GX attack is called Lost Purge, which is only three colorless again. Put your opponent's active Pokemon and all cards attached to it into their loss zone. Yeah, um, yeah that's all it is. I, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's colorless, so you can splash it in pretty much any deck. If you're running double colorless energies, as so many decks are want to do, those costs aren't as bad as they look. So I think it's like, oh, do you need something that can do these kinds of things? Kind of helps with the Rayquaza matchup. Kind of helps with getting something into the Lost Zone so they can't use it. It has like a solid like go-to attack if you have nothing else that you can use at the moment. I think it's just like a good card to have as an option for deck building. Here's a question yeah. for our ju- resident judge. Um, if it's GX attack. It says, put your opponent's active Pokemon and all cards attached to it to their Lost Zone. That counts as a KO, right? Uh, No. No. So your opponent because puts all of the cards into the Lost Zone, and you get no prize. That's correct. Because it doesn't knock out a Pokemon, it just puts it into the Lost Zone. Interesting. Very. It's still good for getting rid of something. I mean, it's still good, yes. It's still good if it's yeah. the only choice you have. Hey, this will get rid of that sigil if you want to block with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Um, what about you, Gator? What do you think overall? Um, anytime you have a colorless attacker that's splashable, it's good. I mean, it's not hitting anything for weakness, which is always a problem. But, you know, if you need something that's utility, it's fine. It's just like the old Lugia yeah. EX. Exactly. It's a utility which attacker. Which saw use. Which saw play. So. Yeah. So effective across the board? Effective. Yeah. effective it's, that's the thing about colorless. It's just yeah. it's effective. It's effective. They're okay. <laughs> That's best. There you go, guys. So now we're not done because now we're going to move on to those cards that we did not pick, but still consider that we should talk about them right now. So let's start with Durant and I'll start for you guys. And then, Oh, who uh, picked it? Yeah. No, no yeah. Well, no, we'll go okay, with yeah. uh, order. Um, I'll, I'll start and then Gator and then Sublime. All right. Okay. So Durant and I think this was picked by Gator. Uh, mm-hmm. So actually, let me change that. Gator, take it away. And I'll continue All right. on. So Durant is a metal Pokemon with 80 hit points. That's a basic. Um, it has an attack that doesn't matter. And it also has, for a double colorless Mountain Munch, discard two cards from the top of your opponent's deck. Uh, weak to fire, uh, resistant to psychic retreat cost of one. Mill is back, baby. Um, 
Durant is famous for its mill cards. Uh, I don't. I can't think of a Durant that didn't have some sort of interaction what set with milling. Was that when it was really big, what was that really? Big oh, Durant that was back in black and white. I know. I remember it for mill, but uh, I can't remember when it was. Is why it was before I was playing. Yeah, it's. I mean, there was that one. There was a metal one that did it, and there was a grass one. And um, somewhere in the, uh, I think it was Ancient Origins that had the grass one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Durant's back with mill. Unfortunately, a lot of the good mill cards got rotated, but hey, look, we got a. It's back. Ants, I mean, you start somewhere, back. right? Yeah, two. Exactly. Two. Yeah. It's a starting point. There you go. Uh, well, we're going to give Durant as a rating, though. No. Effective. Okay. It does for mill, sense. like, I'll say it's effective for mill, right? So. Yeah. It has its role ish, so. Yeah, I'll say effective too. Its ADHP is pretty low, but it is a basic non-GX Pokemon. Uh, its weakness to fire doesn't worry me as much. Um, and its Richie cost is not that bad. So, uh, yeah, effective is a good <laughs> yeah. term for that. And, and it's a card that exists and does milling, so. Yeah. yeah. So, moving on with Sublime, you chose Cuffagrigus. I did, and I actually chose it as a companion of sorts to my favorite card in the set, my girl Tina. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ugh, that came out wrong. Cafagrigus is a psychic type stage one with 120 HP, and its only attack is called Soul Juggling for a psychic and a colorless, 10 damage plus. So discard as many of your benched Pokemon as you like. This attack does 30 more damage for each benched Pokemon you discarded this way. I just really like this because it's in standard and can pair up with all of your Giratinas to do all of the damage. <laughs> uh, and then bring them back so you can keep doing it every turn. And it's a one prize attacker. Although, but you, if you are discarding all four Giratinas, that's a max of 120 damage. Okay, you can okay, slap on a Dark Ride GX. Wait, 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 wait. But then every time those uh, come Giratinas back, come back, that's two damage from each 80, of them. Mm, basically. That is true. So you're looking at 210-ish. <laughs> uh, uh, spread around the board. For all attackers. For all one-prize yeah. attackers. So, hmm, yeah. solid. There you go. What do you, what do you give Kofagrigus as your rating, though? Eh, I honestly chose it as, like, a fun card. I don't think it's great. Maybe I'll be surprised. I'll give it a... a like, it's arbitrary. I don't even feel like rating it. It's, like, effective. Like, yeah. I'm going to give it a not very effective because it only works with Giratina. Hey, not that Giratina's good. That Giratina's real good. Yeah, but so. it's not really doing much. Like, if it was like 50 yeah. damage for each mm-hmm. bench. For sure, on, for sure. Yes, I would understand. But 30. I just thought it was worth mentioning as a pit combo oh, no, for the for Giratina. Sure. So, you got So, not very effective for me, Gator. Mm-hmm. Not very effective. And Sublime. Effective. There we go. Effective, not very effective. Two, not very effective. Four, Copper, Gigas. Moving on to the next one. These are all now the. Uh, all the GX Pokemon that we did not mention, as we do normally in review episodes, we do have to mention them real quick. So let's move on to Shamu GX. <laughs> or Chuckle <laughs> GX for those of you at home. Now, Chuckle GX is 170 HP. It is a grass and has an ability and two attacks. An ability protective pot. Prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by your opponent's Pokemon with two or less energies attached to them. And then you have Triple Poison for one colorless. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now Poison. And you put three damage counters instead of one on that Pokemon between turns. And then you have Wrap for one colorless as well. GX. This is GX attack, guys. For one colorless, it does 40 damage. And then your opponent is paralyzed. Weakness to fire. Resistance none. Retreat because of one. 
why does this card exist? I do not know. Maybe Gator has some answers. What do you think, Gator? It's it's literally so Shamu can play it. That's the, the Pokemon Company listened to his writer letter writing campaign and of doing it. I mean, if you can, you know, I think this is, has some potential and expanded with all the cards that uh Double help Elvis. knock energy. Yeah, well, like knock energy off of your uh, opponent. Right, like Night March attacks uh, can't really hit it. Right. Yeah. That's the things it ignores. Yeah, so it's got that going for it, you know, because any 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 meta that has a lot of cheap attackers, um, this is really gross for. And so I think you can stall people out with it. So I see some potential for it somewhere. I would not underestimate this card, especially since it's a colorless attacker and can go in anything. And it's just one colorless, too. Exactly. And it's 170 HP, which is so not what Shuckle used to be, right? Shuckle is known for being... High defensive but low HP, and this one has 170, which is pretty high for a shuckle. Well, there's no way to interpret defenses into the TCG, so. Uh, true, but previous chuckles that we've had all have been in the 70, 60, or 80 HP. None of them has surpassed the 100. So this is the first one that not only surpassed the 100, it surpassed the 150. So uh, it, it's pretty interesting. Uh, and I only say that because it, it is then worth noting that it could resist pretty much a lot of attacks so uh or not resist it could withstand ignore a of it can ignore a lot yeah it can ignore a lot and can it withstand those that go through it may uh, uh so it's not bad at all so what do you give it uh gator uh, effective uh sublime uh, i'm gonna give it a not very effective but it's definitely it has potential i think i'm giving could it surprise effective me because yeah i don't see it's uh it's use right now in a standard although in expanded could be a lot better moving on to the next one we got very oh wait so moving on to the next one gator take it away all right we have verizian gx it is a grass basic with 170 hp for a colorless, it has the double draw attack, which draws two cards. Surprise, surprise. Oh, wow. Um, uh, for its uh, other attack, for two grass, Sensitive Blade does 50 damage. And if you played a supporter card during this turn, it does 80 more damage. So it's 130 for two grass if you played a supporter. And its GX attack is for a colorless Breeze Away GX. Put any number of your Pokemon in play and all cards attached to them in your hand. Uh, it is weak to fire and has a retreat cost of one. Uh, we just fire retreat cost of one. What do you think about this card, Sublime? It just makes me think of how good Verizian EX was. Yes. Oh, uh, so Verizian EX was uh three years in a row the deck that won worlds for the TCG in a row. With Gene Uh, yeah. yeah. And then that's actually the next one we're talking about. Is yeah. what made me think of it. And I just think it's like, this just is like when you try to recreate the greatness of the past and you, you can't, and you can't. It's like, I wish Obama was president, but he's not. <laughs> yep. I was just like, ugh. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. It's it's Sensitive Blade reminds me of Galissa. Uh, sorry, I was going to say Galissa, but for whatever reason. Uh, Glade. Glade. Yes. Yeah. Reminds me of Glade has similar attack, although less damage, of course. Um, I don't think... Why are you... I know it's too grass, right? It's low cost. But why are you making me play a supporter card to do max damage? I mean, I know it's it's not really relevant because you almost always play a supporter every turn. But mm -hmm. it, Listen, it, 130 for two is good math. Like, that's a good deal. No, no, it is. On the whole. It is. It's just, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, I do not like its uh, a GX attack at all, though. Um, put any number of your Pokemon in play and all cards attached to it to your hand. Uh, other, you're playing Greninja GX and you're doing it for being able to do all that uh, sniping damage again with its abilities. I don't know why were you doing Breeze Away at all for that point. So you can have a dramatic way to forfeit if you take them all back. <laughs> yeah. That could be. What about you, Gator? Are you being awfully quiet? I like it for clearing the bench. Uh, it's pretty nice when you have like damage stuff or you want to play Lele's again. So I don't hate that GX attack. I hate that I you don't can like do it, it once. Attack. Yeah, I don't like I that, don't as care that as an attack. And um, I don't like it even more than it's a GX attack. I mean, this is the only GX attack you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, Tapu Tapu Cure GX is the only attack you get in the game too, and that could be really clutch, uh, healing something. So. True. That's that's kind of like one of that's where I stand with it, um, but I mean it's I guess it's splashable in a grass deck, but with 170 HP, most everything is hitting at least 160. Mm-hmm. So if you can't avoid being the knockout with the choice ban, then you're really not doing much. So I don't think it's very good. It's not. Yeah. It just I- makes me wish we had Verzian EX back. Yes. So it's not uh, very effective across the board, yeah. I assume. And, yeah, not very uh, effective. Yeah. It's a pity it's not a yes. Not very effective. Although, uh, also <laughs> worth noting, Shuckle blocks it. Yeah. <laughs> it does, actually. <laughs> okay, unless unless they add... But see, that's the other thing. That's the other point in Shuckle's favor. You're at least making them attach an extra energy they don't need on their Pokemon. That's a good thing for Shuckle. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Team Plasma's... Uh, or Team Flare's... Um, I forgot the name of the item card. Which you attach to your opponent's side and make them use more energies. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, but yeah. yeah. You know, guys at home, I'm not good with names. I will remember detail by detail every card, what they do. Can't remember the name for nothing. I don't know what's wrong with me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's go on for the next one. Take it away, Sublime. All right, the other core uh, that one rolls for three years in a row and it just has never... Lived up to that greatness again. Uh, Genesec GX is a metal type with 180 basic. It has the ability double cassette, which lets you attach up to two tools. Um, and its attack is it's a blast bomb for two metal and a colorless. It just does 130. And then its GX attack is break buster, which just does 190, same cost, and you don't apply resistance. That's just really low. It's just really low for no effect. Okay, but you can put a choice band and a choice helmet on it. You can. Or you can put two choice bands. Yeah, but then guess what? There's a lot of attacks that would just hit for 160, and then you attach the one. So, like, why are we using this? I just don't understand why we're using this. Okay, and I want to, because everybody who's in the car right now, that's like, what is that stupid trainer? It's Head Ringer. Headringer is Head the uh, trainer yes. that costs one more for anybody that was worried about it. But yeah. Team Flair's Headringer. Yep. All right. But back to Genesec. I just don't think. I mean, that psychic resistance is good right now. There's a lot of psychic Pokemon running around. Um, I just don't know of any metal deck that wants this as a backup yeah, attacker. Yeah. I mean, like, why would you have this when you could have uh, Necrozma Dusk Nimi? You know? There's so many good metal attackers right now that want to spend. And this is just in comparison. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, not very effective for me. I just don't see its usefulness. Maybe uh, we're wrong, and maybe an, an, a tool will come out in the future. It is worth noting, if you get a better tool for exactly. it, it could be better. Exactly. I mean, uh, if you want to put this with two metal frying pans, <laughs> that's up to you. I just don't see how this could substitute something that can do more damage in less time with more HP. They're out there, guys. There's a lot of them. Yeah, so, not uh, very effective. Not very effective for me too. And not very uh, sublime. Not very effective. Sorry, Gene Sexy uh, GX. Uh, better luck next time. Now, ah, oh, I'm glad. How fortuitous. Guess we arrived to Mimikyu GX, which is one of my favorite Gen Seven Pokemon. Mimikyu GX is a fairy this time around, and um, its HP is 170, which is kind of low for a stage one. I'm sorry, for a basic GX. Now it has three attacks. Perplex for one fairy. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now confused. Fair enough. Uh, a second attack. Cascading Barrage for one uh, fairy and one colorless. 10 damage plus. It's like this. Does 30 more damage for each damage counter on your opponent's active Pokemon. And last and certainly not least, it's GX attack. Dream Fear. GX, which is arguably one of the coolest names for a GX attack. It costs only one fairy. And it says, shuffle one of your opponent's bench Pokemon and all cards attached to it back into their deck. Weakness none, resistant none, retreat cost of one. What do we think of Mimikyu GX? Let's start with Sublime. What do you think? It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Don't play it. Don't play it whatsoever? Nah, I wouldn't. It's just like, no. That attack, you can find that attack on non-GX Pokemon. On oh, basic yeah, non-GX Pokemon. Attack, exactly. Yeah, uh, less, it's less Perplex is trash. Perplex is just like, oh, I'm oh, just yeah. going to switch. Dream Fear, um, why are we just putting something back in their deck when we have things that can send them to the Lost Zone? We have things that'll just, like, KO them. Like, I, I no. Just no. I, I don't like this at all. I don't like anything about it. What about you, Gator? Um, I like it as maybe a one of if Steel is running around a lot and you know you gotta be able to block the metal attackers in your fairy deck. But you know how we do that you, with you the play charm or a Lugia or any other number of options. Tapu Lele GX. Um, yeah. So yeah. This is underwhelming. I am it's not even very whelmed. underwhelming. You're not yeah. whelmed enough. I'm not even whelmed. So this is a not very effective for me. Not very effective for me as it is well. It's not very effective. Um, yeah, its attack reminds me of Wolfet, but Wolfet had a great ability to come with it, which is what's blocking our uh, abilities. Uh, you don't get this with Mimikyu, unfortunately. And Dream Fear, as much as a cool name it is, its effect really does not that do that all that much. You're returning your opponent's bench Pokemon and all the cards attached to it, but they can just bring it back. It's not even their active, so it's, it's just... I like that it doesn't have any weakness, but if you have a card that really doesn't do anything, why would you even care that it doesn't have any weakness? So, not very effective for Mimikyu across the board. Sorry, Mimikyu. You're cute, but you're not just there yet. But your baby form is still playable and still seen play, so good for you, Mimikyu. Continue on. Last, but certainly not least, Gator, tell us the last card of the episode. So... We have one prism that we have not gone over yet, and that is Celebi Prism. Celebi Prism is a basic grass type with 90 hit points. 
Um, for a colorless, it does time warp attack. Choose any number of your evolved Pokemon in play. For each of those Pokemon, remove the highest stage evolution card and put it in your hand. And for a Grass Leech Seed, does 20 damage, heal 10 damage from this Pokemon. Weak to fire, retreat cost of 1. This is really good if you want to do some shenanigans with the evolutions, but... Or yeah. if you have effects that, uh, like, let's say you want to play a bunch of effects that happen when you evolve. Yeah. There you go, Sublime. You could put it in your um, Alola Ninetales deck. I mean, you could, but you probably shouldn't. <laughs> I have to say it because I'm just sure and it, it will be wrong for me to not to say it. Greninja GX. It could see something. <laughs> it's um, just like, you this makes cool. me want to not do the time warp again, and that upsets oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's not do the time warp again is what this card makes me think, and that upsets me because we should always do the time warp again oh, you know what would be good though shock lock um shock lock would be cool to be able to uninvolve your right choose um that would be neat but other than that like why guzma's a thing mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah why would you no reason just, just, so not very effective i'm sorry yeah. Uh, yeah, not very effective across the board for... No, 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 no. I'm going to give it an effective. I think there could be a deck that breaks it, but I'm just going to give it an effective for that. Yeah, like, I think it's not very effective, but let's say they introduce an evolution that's like, when you evolve, deal 50 damage to your opponent's Pokemon, right? Or, like, if they do something like that, you stack a bunch of those and use this, you could do a lot, right? <laughs> but as it stands, I don't think anything exploits it enough. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, not very effective for Celebi and one effective... Um, so there you go. Guys, that's the end of our review for Lost Thundered, which leads us to go with the overall, what do you think about Lost Thunder? I want to start with, um, Gator from one to, uh, 10 Pokeballs. How many Pokeballs and why? Um, I don't remember what I gave Guardians Rising, but it needs to be like at least one Pokeball above that. Um, wow, that's big. That's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, Guardians Rising changed a lot, and I think this will too. Uh, they're, they're, the trainers, just by themselves, have a lot of new options and a lot of interesting ways that they're going. Um, the GXs and the EXs and the other basics, I think are there has been a bit, enough of a change to the deck list that I'm seeing that are coming out after this set that it reminds me of what happened when Guardians Rising came out. You know, Tapu Lele was ubiquitous after that, but it really did shift a lot of expectations as to what you were going to see. So because of that, I would say let's give it, you know, seven or eight Pokeballs. It's not a perfect set, but it is pretty high up there. Okay. What about you, Sublime? I'm actually going to subtract a star just for how big it is, because that's going to make it hard for collectors and a pain for people, harder for people to get what they want. Um, yeah. Don't make your sets that big. That's just insane. Um, so I actually thought it was a really good set on the whole. I probably would have given it like an eight and a half. So let's say seven and a half. Okay. I was, um, I'm, I'm reaching to the eight category. I want to give it an eight because I do feel it has a lot of great cards. And it is going to be meta-changing. The only reason I don't give it a uh, full-blown nine or ten, it is because how huge it is. It is pretty good. It's gonna be, it's It's going to be difficult to buy boosters from this. Um, mm. because there's so many cars that's going to pop out and not all of them are going to be great. But It, it just is... makes it harder for everyone to get what they want, you know? I'm just yeah. Gonna... So an 8 out of 10 is really good for me. I really like what this 
this set is doing. I love this. I love the support for Lightning, even though it might not have been, it have, might not have been sounded that good in the po- uh, uh, Pokemon reviews, right? Because we barely touch any Lightning Pokemon. But is there aura? So the words, yes, and Amphoros, and Amphoros, uh, well, not even mentioned Amphoros, but overall, it, it, <laughs> Zero aura. A lo- in the uh, in the trainers at least, it brings a lot of support for Lightning, which I think it does really do help. But that's that. There it is, The Lost Thunder. It is a set, it has been uh, already out. Please go ahead and grab your boosters, grab the cards that you want. We gave you a list of cards you can purchase from which ones you can't. Let me know, guys. Next week, we go to our regular standard episode. So that means that we're going to have car uh, uh, trainer's mail and deck of the episode. So let me know what you guys think. What's your favorite Lost Thunder card? And why do you think that we're wrong? Please let us know. Now, Puckle doesn't end when this show ends or any show ends because Puckle is continuously. If you like what we do here, please go ahead and visit us in all of our social media. We got at Puckle Podcast at Twitter. Uh, Twitter. There you can follow us whenever uh, any you have any big announcements or any big posts. You can find it on Twitter. But also go to our Facebook.com site. We have two big groups there. We have actual uh, Puckle Podcast group. Facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. That's our main show's po- uh, group. But we also have TCG Puckle Puckle TCG on Facebook. There you can follow uh, through all of the news and all of the events from Puckle TCG. You can also please, please follow, uh, go and join Discord because everything that happens in Puckle happens in Discord. That is 24 hours a day if you need to trade, battle, participate in tournaments, anything you need, you will find in our Discord channel. Every single link is always in our description uh, bar, so please go ahead and join us there. And last but certainly not least, if you can, if you have the extra money, please go ahead and donate to us in Patreon. Become a Patreon. Every single cent you put to Puckle goes right back at Puckle. Equipments, prices, tournaments, all of it is funded 100% by you guys, and none of it goes to us. So please go ahead and become a Patreon for Puckle. And that's with that, I leave the show. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Gator, I've missed you so much. Glad to have you back. All right. Happy to see everybody. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this show. But uh, I know since I was on it, you really did enjoy it. So that's where I'm coming from. (laughs) And Sublime, thank you so much as always. Glad to have you. Honestly, I'm glad Gator was on too. I'm glad we could all do an episode together again. It's like a throwback for me. I'm living. Thank you. (laughs) And with that, guys, you already hear the suit guitar in the background of closing time. It is that time. Do not miss our Twitch at the Puckle Podcast Twitch. I I am there every Monday and every Thursday. Not counting this Monday. (laughs) And um, yeah, thank you for everything and see you. Yeah.
imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.